the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. show this is episode 236 of the boys of tech this episode is for the week commencing monday the 7th of october 2013 my name is edwin herman in the studio and i'm joined over skype by brett king welcome to the show brett hey 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 now it is Monday morning, and I wanted to get straight into this, this cool story, but I'm really excited about this, so let's go straight into it. Get this. Google Street View have done a Street View, if you can call it that, uh, Street View um, um, mapping of the Large Hadron Collider in Switzerland, underneath Switzerland and France. The How did they fit the car in there? Nah, I bet you it's not a car, right? Did they like shrink it down really <laughs> small and then send it around at almost the speed of light? <laughs> and did they collide it with another one going the other way? Yeah. yeah. And did we get like strange Googles and the various other weird subatomic particles? Oh, yeah, I see what you, yeah, I know where you're coming from. And when you look at the Street View images, do you see everything in reverse order as it goes backwards in time? (laughs) Oh, all those questions have yet to be answered. No, I think, look, it's really cool. I've tried it. Have you tried it? I've tried it myself. It is, it is cool. It's like you're right there. Well, it's kind of like Street View, really, but. So is it you just, you go to the Large Hadron Collider facility on Google Maps and then just zoom in lots? Well, I followed a link. Uh, from an article, so I don't know how, how ah, you get so there from above it ground. Might be a separate map. It separate could be. It could be. I I don't know. I just followed a link, but it's really cool. The thing is, it all kind of looks the same, and you're going round. It's 27 k's, you know, round. Yeah. So you just go round and round and round and round. Well, I didn't even make it at probably a, a hundredth of the way around. But anyway, I you know, it just all looks the same in in a way. <laughs> Did you go around all? All of the, the kilometres until you, you lapped yourself? No, no, no. Look, I only did about a hundredth of it. Well, then how do you know whether or not there's suddenly at some point a you can turn left? Then you might find the way out. The, then I might. And yeah, how well, it gets well, into the outside world and links up with the rest of Street View. Well, certainly if I get to Atlas or, or, or um, Alice or one of the other uh, stations there, then of course there'll be some stuff going on. But in the in the... In the part of, in the tunnel where there isn't really much, it just just looks the same. Looks very technical. Ooh. Are you I, sure it's it, not the same image just repeated over and over again? Ah, uh, the yeah, they might. The, yeah, they might have tricked us. They might have said, Look, kilometers. Yeah, exactly. Between <laughs> this point here and this point here, ten kilometers away, let's just repeat the same. You know, twenty or thirty meter image. Exactly. Like, Nobody's gonna know. No one's gonna know. <laughs> yeah. Now they gave instructions to the workers down there because there's people obviously who work down there. They said when you see the the Google camera come past, don't do anything unusual. Just carry on with your ordinary everyday to day work do not put up any banners do not play up for the camera and uh, those were the instructions that the the and uh, then the workers employees completely disregarded it no <laughs> i don't think so oh. well okay. at least no one's found anything yet put it, <laughs> put it that way uh, now that i, I actually funny, vis- 
I visited, the, you know, back you're, in... You're going around there and suddenly you come across an employee who's dressed as Doctor Who. There's a, a, a blue police <laughs> that, box. That would be really cool. That would be a great prank. <laughs> love it. Yeah, absolutely love that. That, that would have been cool. Yes. <laughs> now, I actually visited the uh, the premises back in 2005. Um, we didn't go down... The, they were still building this one, so we, so you couldn't go down it. But I did go down the, the smaller one that was in operation, you know, 10 or whatever, 15 years ago. The what small, was that one called? Uh, the Small look, Hadron Collider. The, the what? The Small Hadron Collider. <laughs> Before they built the large one. <laughs> yeah, or was no, it the medium? Not this quite. I don't, it had a, I'm sure it had a name. I, I couldn't tell you what it was called. But anyway, down, and that one is really interesting. There, there's, um, yeah, some of the equipment there looks, it really looks something like a, some mad professor or mad scientist thing. You're kind <laughs> of in another world there. Magnets. Yeah. Strong, powerful, and very precise electromagnets. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. It's really. Can you still call it Street View? I mean, I've I've visited a bar via no, Street View. It's not really Street View. Is I it? know. I mean, you can go into bars from Street View, as I said, and I visited one online. It's yeah. kinda, it's kind of well. It's 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 more than just Street View now. It is view. it is image mapping of of lots of places because you can go into buildings and go up and down the elevators. From from Google Maps for well certain places, yeah, have internal mapping of building. How do I get my house onto Google Street View? Can I do that? You could, but that would be creepy and very good for burglars. Well, what if I retrofit it with all this rubbish gear, like a fourteen-inch television, or just remove the television? <laughs> I, I, should have, I should have done it when we bought the house when it was empty. Hmm. Because I mean, everyone can go through when it's empty. It's an open home. Yeah. Would have been annoying to do. Think of how many pictures you'd have to take to stitch them together to get the panorama that the Google cams can do. Yeah, well, I'd probably have to ask Google for their camera thing or get them to come They in. probably wouldn't let you borrow it, not for a home. Yeah, Google, can I just borrow your camera thing set up and I'll just go and do some photos around my house? Yeah, I promise I won't run into a donkey or, you know, bang into a bus. I'll <laughs> yeah. have borrowed it. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Anyway, let's let's move on from that story. Bill Gates. There was an interview um, with who was it with? Uh, an interview at Harvard. That's that's where it was. They interviewed Bill Gates, and one of the little gems out of that interview was they touched on this whole three finger salute: the Control Alt Delete combination. Yeah, the thing you have to do to log in. At least on a Windows box, not on yep. a Linux box, not on a Mac, not on pretty much anything else, but on Windows you have to. Mm. And, you know, they came up with, with this, this they, basically Microsoft wanted a single key that you push, which sends a low-level signal to the to the, uh, to the the hardware, in fact, almost, the BIOS, to, to call up the, you know, operating system yep. so that you know that it's actually Windows now ready for your password and not some other software that, yep. that's listening in. Unfortunately, IB, the IBM keyboard designer wouldn't give a single button and so instead Would proposed... Would not give them a button. Yeah, yeah exactly. They proposed a three-finger combination. <laughs> Look, and, and his words, Bill, Bill Gates' words, it was a mistake. Indeed. The whole thing really was, you know, you know they still have it, Windows 7, press Control, delete to log on. Yep. Well, it, once again, it's still it's still touted as that that security feature. Uh, is it obsolete? It's all, I think it's obsolete. 
It's archaic. And I, I think yeah. Bill Gates, oh, is, 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 this is where he's sort of going with I this. Think the one, well, the biggest mistake about it isn't that they haven't gotten rid of it. It, it is the fact that it, it is the same three-finger salute that the IBM PC designer created yeah. as a way for yeah. rebooting your machine. Yes, yes, that's right. It's 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 yeah. the same three finger salute for for you know soft restarting your machine. Yeah, that's right. Well, I you know I I don't know. I think you can get in the software level. I think you can get rid of it completely. I mean, you look at mm. uh, you look at the tablets. They don't have that, even with the Windows on it. Um, yeah. Macs don't have it. Linux boxes don't <laughs> have it. And well, what are you going to do with it with it on a tablet? Tablet doesn't have any hardware for you to push the button. Well, absolutely, and this this is exactly so that's my why point. Most tablets actually have like a reset. Yeah, but um, yeah, but remember here, I'm referring to the log on. You know, the command to mm. log, before you log on, you don't need it. You just present the user with the log on screen. And I, I think Bill Gates, he didn't say as or much, you, but uh, I, th- I think actually a lot of them actually present you with a swipe and then you log in. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, true. So that's kind of the same thing. The Mac and Linux desktop certainly don't. You just, uh, you just log in. Yeah, yeah, it's just that. Yeah, and look, you know, Bill... Well, depending on the, the interface, you might have to click something and then be presented with the place to log in. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, depending on the... Uh, yeah, you're right. But, uh, you know, the, that, that, that's only for ease of use, you know, where it displays usernames and so on. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Bill Gates didn't say as much, but I, I think what he's meaning here is that, yeah, we should have ditched that mechanism years ago. Uh, it may, may, might have made sense at the time, we, sh- we should have really not kept running with it. And I think that's what he's trying to say. He said it was a mistake. Isn't it, though, that even now you only really need to use the control or delete on a computer to log in when that computer needs to authenticate over a network or to a domain? Because I'm pretty sure since XP, at, well, since at least XP, you've been able to, on a home computer with local logins, have the computer boot to a user select screen and then just click on which user you want to log into and then you just type in yeah, the details. actually, no control or delete at all mm, necessary in that situation. It's yeah. only when you need to have it log into a network that you can have it require a control or delete. And even I, then, I think, I think with right. the new yeah. ones, yeah. you might be able to, mm. in settings, tell it to not require control or delete. Really? Yeah, for network logins. You know what? Well. I've 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 not really thought. This is it's funny. It's one of these things where I look. I use Windows and I use Mac and occasionally I use Linux, and I've, I use these computers every day. But I haven't even given it that much thought. That I I can't even. It's almost automatic. I can't even think I, now. When I, do I do it? When don't I? I have a suspicion that at least, well, at least on Windows 7, I have this inkling that last time I looked at those settings that you can tell it to not require control or delete for, for login, for network logins, but you tick it because it's, once again, it goes back to what I, I think I said um, at the beginning when we first started talking about this article, that it's some kind of security feature for requiring control or delete. Well, it's a feature that I, I think perhaps... Because you said it, it's, it's, it's like that hardware level yeah, where it's, it, it, it takes at that you level. to that, yeah. to that yeah. thing and bypassing anything else that might be in there. So maybe that's why you can tell it to still be required. But I am pretty yeah. sure, not 100% positive, but I'm pretty sure that even for network logins and at least in at least Windows 7, you can tell it to not require... You, you know what I should do? For a lot of time. You know what I should do is I should fire up a few uh, virtual machines right now and try it, but I, I just haven't got, <laughs> I got the time. Anyway, I, I thought, 
it's funny, as I said, I, I really, it's one of those things that is so automatic, you forget when you do it and when you don't. But, yeah. you know, I, I thought it was kind of a, a little gem there out of that interview with Bill Gates at Harvard that he, he said, you know, yeah, look, the control delete thing, in his words, yeah, it was a mistake. So he yeah he, he didn't <laughs> want to, whatever it is, whenever you do need it still, and I, we, I forget, but I, I think he's saying we shouldn't have, you know, stuck with it for so long. Anyway, but yes, good point, Brett. Not all of them, all the time you need it. I think you are right about that. Now, Apple has released an iOS 7.0.2 update to fix that lock screen security bug. Oh, and how'd they let that get through? Yeah, how did they? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty significant, but you could get access to apps and other content of the phone direct from the lock screen without yeah. having to put in the password. So in case you've still got an iOS 7 device and you want to try this, here's what you do. You swipe up from the lock screen so you can get to the control center, then open the alarm clock app, then hold the phone sleep button, but instead of swiping to power down the phone, tap cancel and then double tap the home button to access the multitasking screen. And then from there, you can jump to the camera and share stored photos, which gives you access to the user's communication accounts, such as email, Flickr, Facebook, Twitter, and you know, all of those. Mm-hmm. It's been tested successfully on iOS 7, on the iPhone 4, uh, 4S, the 5, the 5C, the 5S, and the most recent iPad model, which is the, the third one. There you go. In case you want to try it. It has been patched, so uh, if you haven't got the patch yet, update. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I guess they had to move quickly on that one. Definitely. Although I noticed... Major security. Yeah. It's a major security flaw, especially for corporates that use Apple. Oh, yeah. iPhones. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a, a lot of consumers probably don't even have a lock screen. They probably. just swipe and then it's their internal and they don't even put in a passcode. Do you think Apple's getting a little quicker with with uh, security updates? Because that's my impression. They used to remember there was a while ago where they were taking ages to to release yeah, stuff yeah. and getting criticised. I, I guess they um, have they learned. Or well, this one is pretty big. It's a pretty big failure. So, but wasn't there another lock it. screen? Wasn't there in a previous iOS version a lock screen hack? I think there was, and didn't it take them ages? Or is my memory not serving me right? I seem to remember it took them ages to get this that patch out that you know back then. Okay. Um, and it was in those days. Maybe where, it was harder to do to work out well, what exactly was causing it. Maybe, yeah, that could be. But yeah, they certainly got this one out reasonably fast. Hmm. Okay, last story then, Brett. Let's uh, just wrap this up with one final story, and that is this car. They've developed this car. Uh, Who's done this? The uh, Royal Automobile Club of Western Australia have joined forces with Emotive to come up with a slightly unusual solution for the uh, for the dangers of driver inattention. What it is? It's a headset that you put on that monitors your attentivity. Is that a word? It is now. Attentivity, <laughs> the amount of attention that you are giving. <laughs> and if it, if you're not giving it, you're the driving... I think you know, wouldn't it be more your attentiveness? Att- ah, that's it. Oh, you've killed that one now. You've killed my word with a real one. You're right. It's attentiveness, I think. <laughs> or is that made up as well? Who knows? Anyway, uh, you wear this headset, and if you're not concentrating, the car sort of powers down a little bit. Uh, and if you if you are concentrating, if it determines through the, the headset that you're uh, concentrating well, it'll give you maximum power. 
What I want to know is how do they know what you're concentrating on? Yeah, look, I was thinking that too. You could be looking out the window at something interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I went at the same thing. You could be staring out the front window, looking at the road like you should be, but instead of concentrating on that, you're actually concentrating on the cake that's in the back seat. <laughs> well... Here's How does it know what you're concentrating? That's what I. That's what I don't get about a lot of these things. They, you, you hear little bits about what they're doing, and it's like, oh, use this thing to sense what your brain is doing. And it's like, well, you know, not everybody's brain actually works in exactly the same way. Well, there the, are people who've you, had head injuries and people with all, you know, damage done to their brain, where their brain doesn't work at anywhere at all like anybody else's well, brain. Well, I, I think... Because brain has rewired he, itself. Yeah, okay, there are those cases. But, but you know, just to answer your question, uh, for most people, if they are concentrating on something else, uh, but even looking forward, the thing is it's measuring your brain waves, so to speak. So the, the thing is, it should, it, you know, it, it can tell when you're concentrating on, you know, things that are moving, for example, like, say, the road, compared to looking at, the, at that direction, but your brain is actually telling a different story because you're thinking about that cake. So, you know, look, I, I take your point, though. I, I don't think it's going to be perfect, but I think it's one of these features that, uh, you know, you know it's, it's just an added, you know, security mm. thing. It's, it's, not, it's not something. Well, and another part of it is the, the headset isn't the only part of this, this gear. This part measures, you know, um, the, you know, the electrical activity in your brain, but they've also got cameras which are monitoring where you're looking, how how much you're blinking, that sort of thing. They are taking other. Yeah, there are other, exactly, there are other factors. Yeah, there, are, there are other readings and things that it's doing, not just listening to the, the electrical things. And the other thing is the fact that this is a, a prototype car used for testing. Oh yeah, and research. Yeah, yep. it's not a something that is coming out in the next five years. <laughs> no, but it is a, from a technology point of view, it's a cool piece of tech. I I, I wouldn't mind. Oh, it's, I, I it's wouldn't a, mind a testing it. Research vehicle, definitely. I, I'd like to play with it and now, see look, just how how easily I could um, you know fool it or how hard it is to fool. Well, you know what? This is in uh, Western Australia. I'll tell you what. I'm going to Perth next year. Uh, so you know, I wonder if I can, uh, <laughs> you know, wander over to to uh, wherever the they are. Hill Club. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where they're based in Western Australia. I'd have to Google that. But if they're near near or in Perth, I wouldn't mind doing that. I would say they're definitely in Perth because there's not much else in Western Australia, is there? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Brett, look, that is pretty much it. Just a short show uh, this week. Uh, we did mm. a show on Friday, as you remember, so uh, not really a lot to report on over the last few days. But, uh, you know, I had those four stories, and that is it. And unless there's something else you want to talk about, I'd wrap up the show. Nah. All right, shall we wrap it up? Yeah, why not? All right, Brett, uh, we'll do it again sometime. But in the meantime, thank you very much for co-hosting. Always a pleasure. Ed. Excellent. And thanks to all our listeners. We love you for listening. See you again next time. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Bye-bye. 